This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I am here today with my dear friend, Two. Hi guys. <laughs> welcome on the show, Two. Thanks, TK. I'm I'm a little nervous, oh, but I'm, I'm so very excited. excited. And this is your second <laughs> podcast you've been on, yes. right? Yes. I, that's so crazy. I was just talking to her and I was like, I'm so shocked you haven't been on more, but you're a busy girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm running around. I have a new schedule now. Yeah, so. okay, so explain to me, let's give us the full recap. Yeah. Because you've been on Pretty Basic, and I'm sure some listeners have listened to that, but give us the full recap if no one knows. Okay, so I've spent the last nine, ten years doing corporate life, especially in the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. having a lot of fun, just like paving my own way. So I started out being a host Mm -hmm. and then a junior producer, just making video content for brands. Mm -hmm. And this was like super, super, super new back in the day. And And who were you hosting for? For a derm store. (gasps) Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing crazy big e-commerce like skincare it was like the sephora before sephora stores had like online.com wow so you can buy like la roche posay drunk elephant you can buy everyone on derm store elta md oh my god yes the ogs wait okay so quick question i just have to interrupt you're from california right yes i'm from the bay area bay area and then where'd you go to college again in san diego oh okay where in san diego ucsd ucsd okay and then you graduated and moved back to the bay Yes, I moved back to the Bay. Oh my gosh, do you know the story of how I found my job at Derm Store? I don't know if I do. Tell me. I found my job at Derm Store through a Craigslist ad. I think I did know okay, that. Okay, That's okay, okay. crazy. Okay, how did how did that happen? So I was I graduated college and I was applying to so many different jobs and this is when the recession happened pretty much. So we couldn't like any of us couldn't find any jobs. I had an internship, but it was in like public education. So like they didn't want to bring me on. Mm -hmm. So I went home to San Jose because I was like, I can't stay in San Diego and like work at this pizza restaurant and like pay rent. I was like, I have to like maximize my time. So I go home. Every day I would go to Starbucks and I would sit there from nine to six applying to like any job under the sun. And there's this one. Yeah. Like I was just so focused. I was like, I can't hang out with anyone. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything fun. Like I just need to be laser focused. I think people don't realize that like people have to do that. Yes. Like there's a time in your life where you have to like grind and apply to like 100 jobs. Yeah. It was I had like a spreadsheet. I had to do that too. And I w- got rejected every single day, mm-hmm. but I was like, I need to keep pushing because I don't want to stay in San Jose. Mm-hmm. I want to like move to Los Angeles. I saw this listing and I didn't qualify for it. Mm-hmm. They were like, we want to look for a makeup artist who's been in the industry for 10 years, who like loves. Oh, wow. 10 years. And they were like, who loves beauty, but can be like on camera. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, this is before like social media was big. So Mm -hmm. makeup artists were like people truly on set and like doing makeup and not having like a personality or social media presence. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like, okay, I haven't been around doing makeup for 10 years, but I'm so passionate. Like I can sell anything. Uh I can sell a blush, a bronzer. And I know so many product knowledge because I was like obsessed with it. So I applied anyways. 
hilarious. I mean, I've done that a gazillion times too. Stuff I'm not qualified for. And I was just like, who cares? I got a call back and they were like, can you come in tomorrow to do a screen test? So they're going to like record you and give you a fake script. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. I rented a car with my best friend and we drove to Los Angeles no. from San Jose. Six hours. Stop. Yes. Yes. And then they were like, pick any product from our website that you love and then pitch that product to us. So I picked the Stila Cosmetics. It was like a highlighter that you like the way you open the product, it kind of grinds the product so it becomes like a loose powder and you highlight it. And this is when like Kim Kardashian, the like contour and like yeah. highlighting was just like becoming trendy. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna like trend report and try to like forecast what's coming up. Instead of saying like what's cool, I'm gonna forecast what's coming yeah. up. And I remember there was like the CEO, the CMO, like really important people. Of and Derm? I, of Derm store. Whoa! Like the people. And I got so nervous, like my personality like went into the trash. Like I don't know who came out of this body, <laughs> but I was like a corporate robot. I was like, this is a Stila. And I like couldn't get my words out. And I was so nervous. And I was like, I tanked it. I drove home and my dad was like, how was it? And I was like, dad, like, let's not talk about this. Like yeah. I did so terrible. Like fast forward, the girl that they picked to do like the pilot or whatever, uh -huh. she got sick. So I was like the next person runner up that was available and they're like, call her back. Get out. Yes. So they called me back and they were like, hey, can you come back? We're going to do like an actual run through of the product that they were releasing. They're like, we'll have a hair person. We'll have a makeup person. We have actual products. You're mm -hmm. going to do the full run through. Oh, my gosh. I had to run to another car. I was like, yeah, I can be there. <laughs> You're like, tomorrow? What time? Yeah. And I did that. And I was like, okay, too, like, you can't be a corporate robot. This is like your second shot that mm -hmm. no one really gets. Like, be yourself. And then the rest was history. Like, got the job after that. Wow. Yeah. That, well, okay. What I love about the, that the most is most people, I feel like, limit themselves. They're like, ah, oh, I would have to rent a car. Like, they don't even consider that position. Yeah. But, like, I'm so I'm so relating to you because I would rent a car and like drive. How long of a drive is that? It's six hours. Yeah, I would do that too. Yeah, but that's that's the perfect person to hire because you want someone that's hungry enough to like go quite literally the extra mile to get the job. Yeah, so I mean, you are the perfect person. For they that. didn't know I didn't live in LA. They're like, "Do you live here?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." But I did the amount of people that have done that. <laughs> that's yeah. what um, makeup by Ariel did. Have you ever heard about his story? No. I, basically, I think. I think I saw this on TikTok or like a, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Kylie Jenner's makeup mm -hmm. artist. Yeah. I think I saw it on TikTok or a podcast or something, but basically she found him through like so the internet essentially. And she was like, hey, I would love to use you, blah, 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 like on this week. And he was like, okay, perfect. He didn't, he lived in New York or something like that. Literally flew out, saved up all his money, flew out and acted like he lived here, made it work. And now like obviously cut to now he's his her like so full-time yeah. girly and like has his own social media presence and everything oh but like it just goes to show like when you're passionate about something like people can see that yeah yeah yeah. it was i'm so grateful for that experience that's amazing okay so how did you transition from that to was it then benefit so after that i went on to do social media mm -hmm. and i was getting really burnt out because when you're doing like corporate beauty videos especially on the brand side you can't really do like personality stuff mm -hmm. and we're talking about like it's very product focused and it's very clinical so mm -hmm. skincare is so clinical and you have to say the right words and like mm. you can't if there's like fine lines and wrinkles you have to say it in a certain way without getting in trouble mm. so i was super young like imagine being 21 and like selling skincare to like women in like 45 like skinceutical ce yeah. ferulic it just wasn't matching up and the feedback were like people were like you have perfect skin we don't want to hear from you like they wanted to like realistic skin oh so instagram was like popping up at this time and like evolving like people were, were posting for fun and i remember i just like studied the platform and i was like a lot of brands aren't on it the mm -hmm. way that they should be it was like brand new people were just having like personal pages mm -hmm. and i was like i'm gonna teach myself this platform because Whoa. it's gonna be the next big platform so i like try to grow my own like Instagram page, mm -hmm. really learn what people want, how people are taking photos. And this is when flat lays were like the thing. I remember being like, oh my God, like flat lay. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Even like the aesthetic of your page, like everyone had their own color The scheme. white borders. Yes. So I was Slay. like, I need to study. And like, what are other brands doing? What's like missing in the market? Mm -hmm. And I truly understand, like, for skincare, people just want to see real people. They yeah. don't want, like, commercial, like, super editorial, not on an, the Instagram page at the mm -hmm. time. So I studied it. 
And I remember my old coworker from Derm Store went over to Bliss. Oh, that's right. So I hit her and I was like, hey, like, let me know if you guys need anyone. Like, I would really love to help you with your social media, like your Instagram feed. She was like, actually, Bliss is like rebranding. Because back in the, the day, they were like more expensive, more elevated. And they moved into a more like fun, approachable, accessible brand. Wow, I did brand. not know that. They so, are such a fun brand. Very colorful. You can go to Target. You can go to Ulta. Their price point is really friendly. And their products are like just awesome. So they were like, we're taking a really old brand and we're like putting it on mm-hmm. to social media. Like, Love. can you handle that? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know, but like, I'm I'm down for the ta- like the challenge. Uh-huh. So we did that for a year, and I was like, oh my gosh. And while I was doing social media professionally, I loved influencer marketing, but there was no influencer marketing person. So I was mm-hmm. like, kind of doing both. First of all, are you in LA at this time? Um, yes, I'm in LA. Okay. Finally, so you're moved to you moved to LA. Moved to LA. Okay, and then. At what point did you realize, like, what do you mean you were in influencer marketing? Yes. Like, how did you even know that that was a thing? So when I was doing social media, I was, like, working on the grid, working on the captions, taking photos for the grid. And I remember reaching out to influencers, like, hey, I have a new product coming out. I would love to send it to you. Like, no strings attached. Let me know. Like, as PR? As, like, PR. And I felt like every time I did it and it was, like, the right partner, it just, like, blew our brand up. Really? Our cleanser would just like sell out or like certain things. So things like you would notice like numbers go up and you're like, oh, and then you would track it back and be like, oh, so-and-so posted. That makes sense. Yes. Or like you can understand, say like you're talking about a sunscreen, Mm -hmm. but like all of a sudden everyone's talking about this other product. So you're like, where where did that traffic come from? Mm. Like, why did we have a spike in this specific product? And you can like go back to like, oh my gosh, it was from one YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh my gosh, it was from like this giveaway that we did on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So like, I just, I loved following like where it came from. So you noticed from the brand perspective, like how much it, wow, that's crazy. And I just, I loved reaching out and I loved sitting there and, and thinking about like who we should gift who we mm-hmm. should like throw a brunch for, like how we should do sponsored content. Like I loved all of that. But so you immediately got it. Yes. Do you think you immediately got it because you also had a small social media presence and you understood what you would have wanted? Yes, 100%. I think that really helped because when we didn't pay influencers, I would never ask for like anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you like it and you post, thank you. That's great. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not paying you, like I'm not expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that helped me build better relationships because I never expected anything. Totally. And I never followed up and was like, I sent you that cleanser. Why didn't you post? Like never. Would- Why do you think that's so hard for some brand people? And I feel like even followers to understand. I think when you're on the brand side and your day to day and your living isn't like what influencers do, you don't get it. Like this is like how they pay their rent. This is like their art, just like how no one would expect me to go to corporate life and like not pay me, like go into the office and do sponsor content and like not give me a check. Mm -hmm. So I think you're so tunnel vision on the other side that you just don't get it because it's not the world that you live in. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think it's more so like that's just not my world, so I choose not to understand it. Or like, people are just in their own bubbles, maybe? They're in their own bubble and they have no empathy. Like they think like influencers get free stuff and Uh they make so much money. But it's like, if you just hang out and have a friend, you really would understand it. Or if you just like put yourself in someone's shoes, you would get it. Like Mm. you're so overwhelmed with gifting, you know? Like every time I work with a brand, I'm like, just imagine you get 20 boxes a day and you have to open up 20 boxes and then you have to post 20 boxes. Then you have to be the one to recycle the 20 Mm -hmm. boxes. How would you feel? You wouldn't want a huge box for a small product. You would want like an envelope. Mm-hmm. You know what also I feel like lately has been driving me nuts or I've, what I've been learning from TikTok is people will, well, with TikTok in general, I feel like a lot of people will say like unhinged or like crazy stuff to get views. That's mm-hmm. just like a thing overall mm-hmm. with TikTok. Or like they'll try and expose someone big to like get their views on their own videos. That's like an overall arching I feel like issue with TikTok. Yeah. But what I've been noticing lately is I saw a TikTok with this girl saying like, I'm a small business and I reached out to so-and-so and I saw that. Did you see this? Yes, and then so this girl did. slammed her back and was like, she was like, I work in influencer marketing. Like that was, that's not okay that you're basically, I'm trying to understand, like relay this to the audience. Basically this girl said, um, oh, I had a small business. I reached out to this girl. She never responded. So then I just went ahead and sent my product and then she never posted it. And now she's posting all these other products and blah, 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 blah. And she was like roasting this specific influencer. And I, 
I understood where she was coming from because she was like, no, this my product that I made, that's my small business, is the biggest thing mm-hmm. in the world to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's her life. And she spent her hard-earned money and time packaging it up, sending it out to the influencer. And all she has to do, all the influencer has to do is, is post. post it on her story. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's how she sees it. But it's weird seeing it from my perspective now doing it a little bit because, like, I understood, like... There was a time where Alicia was getting all these boxes and she wasn't posting them. And I was like, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And yeah. now that I'm getting all these boxes, I'm like, I don't know. It is a silly thing to complain about. But I I understood how in the wrong that person was who made yeah. that TikTok and how she should never expect to post. And right. this is someone's job. Yeah. And there are. Um, so, like, what are your thoughts on that when someone... I feel like people don't understand that. People, people don't like, understand it, but also I understand like the business owner because like from a brand's perspective, yes. when I'm gifting out to like, say like someone was like, I want to try this new cleanser. I'm like, of course. Each month, I only have like 30 cleansers to give out. Mm-hmm. So I have to allocate the one of 30 to give to you and posted right now. Like mailing something is so expensive and like we're hurting the earth with the box. And then it gets there and the person kind of forgets about it or they're like, I got COVID, I can't post. Oh, I went on vacay, I can't yeah. post. So I get it from the brand perspective as well. But I think it's like an like a everything has to be balanced, right? Mm-hmm. Like you appreciate a product and if you say yes to gifting mm-hmm. and you don't have the intentions of posting or you're overwhelmed with gifting, I would say pass instead of like accepting everything. So true accepting everything and then like ruining your relationship in the future because like everything is a relationship that you're trying to build so true so i think if like if you're an influencer and you're overwhelmed just be like this month i can't i can't take any more cleansers mm-hmm. if you have makeup i'll take it but like no more and i think just like those little things are helpful. i will say that is one of my favorite things is when a brand reaches out via dm and they're like hey tk we actually have this new palette coming out would you want it um like we would love to send you one because yeah. then i like it's almost like I verbally say it and therefore I'm looking out for it in the mail. Yeah. And then when I do get it, I'm like, so I know excited. they're looking for it mm-hmm. or they're looking for my post and I'm excited to see it. So I think that's a good way is to DM. And if they don't respond, you should not expect a post. Yeah. Right? Never. Okay. I, <laughs> like, I wouldn't like blindly send and then expect anything. But also like I used to work for founders that were influencers and they were the nicest like they truly understood they were like never ask for anything if we didn't pay and like if you send something if they like it the post if not they never like followed up and was like did that person post yeah so I was like thank goodness someone understands it because most of the beauty brands the people that are at the top are so old school Mm -hmm. they didn't grow up on social media they don't understand like the whole ecosystem of it Mm -hmm. so you have to like educate them yeah the worst is when I feel like you send something and then you expect it and then the person doesn't do it and like the last thing you want as a business owner like me working behind the scenes sometimes with parallel the last thing we want is to even waste our product sending it to someone who doesn't even want it yep um like we would much rather send it to someone that's way smaller and and so excited yeah Mm -hmm. so anyway sorry for that little detour but i think it's just interesting yeah so you let's go back to where you were you were doing the social media for bliss yes and you were doing uh, or influencer you were, marketing yes influencer marketing and how did that progress so i met a friend online her name is angela and genuine so i feel like it's very important my whole story is making real connections like not being someone's friend because they work on brand side or because they're at a cool brand like truly build your connections based on that person regardless of where they're working. So I met a friend, her name was Angela, and at the time she was a social media manager at DHC, this other skincare brand. And we just like stayed in touch and like always, always, always like checked up on each other, supported each other, X, Y, Z. And I remember when I was at Bliss, I was doing a lot of like influencer stuff and I I would just like, my day would end and I'm like, I wish I can just do like influencer marketing for a really cool brand and only focus on like influencer marketing. Ooh, okay. So Angela left DHC and went to Benefit Cosmetics. Mm. Yeah, and then the girl that had my position before left to go somewhere else. At Benefit? At Benefit. So this is another thing was like at the right place, at the right time, and I made the right connection. So Angela knew what I wanted to do. She knew what I was good at. She was like, two, I know you don't want to live in San Francisco, but I'm throwing your name out to HR. You should interview with us because we're looking for an influencer manager and you don't have to do social media. Like I would take that off your plate. You only focus on building relationships and like bringing in the right partners. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sounds too good 
to be true. I don't like San Francisco that much. And she was like, just take the call. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean you have the job. Always take the call. Just take the call. Mm-hmm. And I was like being so stubborn and hard headed about it. I was like, ew, no. And she was like, trust me, just take it. That was me about working for a YouTuber. Stop. I was like, I don't want to work for a YouTuber. I want to work for Warner Brothers. Yeah. And like now I'm like thriving. But Wait, it's weird. It's it's so weird. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same, so why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say, carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So I took the call. And every single person that I talked to at Benefit, I like fell in love with the brand more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And I didn't expect to. I was just going to take the call to be like a nice friend and be like, whatever. (laughs) And I talked to one person and she was so smart and the way that they were doing marketing was like the best in class. And I was like, if I'm going to do influencer marketing, I want to be with the best team doing mm-hmm. the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Benefit went to Utah, Amon Gary, mm-hmm. and they launched Bang Mascara. And I remember like I didn't even follow the brand on Instagram, but I saw it everywhere and I was like that marketing is crazy Mm -hmm. like no matter where you go you'll see someone and everyone's like different of how like the channels came back to me Mm -hmm. and I was like I need to go to benefit and I got the call from Angela I was like okay the stars are aligning Mm -hmm. I need to take the call and I remember talking to like my old boss and I was like I can I stay in LA and do the job and she's like absolutely not like you have to move to San Francisco it's this job and SF you pick. So then I was at a crossroads. I was like, okay, I can stay in LA, be super comfortable, and be in this job balancing two things that I'm really burnt out on. I don't want to do social media anymore. I only want to focus on influencer marketing, or I can take this leap of faith, not know like what is out there for me, but mm-hmm. like truly be where I want to be. So like moving to San Francisco, like I don't know why, but I had this fear in my mind. I created this fear, by the way. I didn't think I was smart enough or I could afford it. I don't know why, but I thought living in San Francisco and working in San Francisco was like the scariest thought. It is scary though. Like, yeah. Because the tech and then it is the most expensive place to live and it is godly, like crazy expensive. So I understand that. I was I was like terrified. Yeah. And then I had the opportunity to come and I interviewed with everyone. It was like eight rounds of interviews. It was so intense. Like so many- Oh, it's huge. It's, Benefit is huge. It was intense. Like phone calls video chats phone calls and I made it and I was like okay they're giving you a shot Mm -hmm. and then we renegotiated they were like you can't live in LA but you get to go to LA two times a month every month so it's basically like you get the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. and I was like okay and they gave me the the number that I wanted and I got to live in an apartment with a washer and dryer and I said okay we're elevating yeah so I took the job I loved it did two years had the best time what was your position there influencer marketing manager okay and for me taking on the role I was like my whole purpose is I want it to be very like diverse and very inclusive Mm -hmm. and like have lifestyle influencers be involved Mm because before the brand was very like the top five beauty influencers Mm -hmm. at every brand and you're like that's great but I want to include like other people and and because also like a brand like benefit 
like my mom's using benefit. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's not just beauty gurus. Yeah. So and like people like and we're in like Podunk, Indiana. Yeah. So like I feel like that was so smart to use like lifestyle or lifestyle girlies that don't know how to u- do crazy rainbow makeup that right. just do like everyday stuff. Yeah. Because that's the type of girl that's probably gonna buy it. Yep. Uh, uh, on top of all the beauty eras. Yeah. And it's just like everyone loves mascara and everyone loves hula. So my boss at the time, her name was Rena. She was like, love Rena. Love Rena. <laughs> she, she was like too, like, you She's can, the best. you can come on here and like do what you think is best. Like, I'm not going to control you. I'm love. I don't have like a certain thing. Like we can try everything and see if it works. If not, we can pivot and like have a new strategy. It's an awesome and boss. She's just like very open-minded. And I was like, okay, respect. She's so smart. She's here to support me. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. sign on. And that was amazing. But I lived in San Francisco again, guys. And I pushed it for two years. And I was just really missing, like, Los Angeles. Like, missing my workout classes. Missing having a car. You love your workout I classes. I love my workout classes. And, you know, like, San Francisco's cold. And I was on an airplane, like, every week. And it got to the point where, like, my job took over my life. Like, going to dinner with a friend that I cared about I had no energy and I was like oh like I need to change because like these years are passing me by and like I'm flying on business class to Tokyo and I was exhausted yeah and I was like this like, is I can't enjoy this yeah and I was like this is a moment that I worked my whole fucking career for and like I can't enjoy this moment because I'm so burnt out so I have to change like my my path mm-hmm. or else I'm just gonna like take everything for granted that's around me mm-hmm. so I honestly wanted to take a break but my friend was like, hey, Summer Fridays is looking for someone. And I I actually didn't want to go back into skincare because when I was at Bliss, it was so hard to market a cleanser. And it was so hard to market a mask. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't sexy to wear like a face mask and to like sit in a robe. Mm-hmm. But then as like the digital marketing was like changing, like that aesthetic, the flat lays die and like mm-hmm. people in robes yeah. and washing their face, that was becoming a thing. And she Even was- Even showing your acne and stuff is like a thing. Yeah. and. It was like the landscape of it was changing and mm-hmm. people really cared about skincare and like Summer Fridays made all the products to be sexy. Cause mm-hmm. I remember at Bliss, I was like, I can't take a picture of this blue cleanser. It's so hard to put on the grid. Yeah. Like the bottles were reflecting and I was like, it wasn't made for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything at Summer Fridays was made for it to be on your counter, yeah. for you to be in the makeup bag. And it looks like decor. Yes, it's just, it's beautiful. And my friend Victoria was like, you should talk to Blair, which is like my old boss now. She's like, just take the call. She's so nice. And I love working with the brand. She was a talent manager at Mm -hmm. the time. And she was like, every time I work with them, it's so easy and they're chill. Take the call. And I was like, do I really want to go back into skincare? Like I had to beg people to like give them cleanser. Like, please, can I give it to you? And they're like, no. And I was like, I don't want to beg people again. She's like, take the call. Take the call with Blair. And she Mm -hmm. was like. Where are you at in your career? Where do you see yourself in five years? Why do you love skincare? And then our phone call was supposed to be 15 minutes. It was an hour. And I just like, I caught a vibe with her. And I was in San Francisco at the time. And she was like, hey, I'm in San Francisco. Do you want to grab a coffee? And I was like, sure. Again, it was supposed to be a quick meeting. It turned into an hour. And she was like, you're so passionate about like influencer marketing. Would you like be open to coming on with us? And like, again, you can create this program, run with it have the freedom Sky's the limit. I'm here to support you and she really listened to what I want I was like you know I want to be a senior manager mm-hmm. I want to like have a team I want to do these things she's like done consider it done like let's go yeah and I signed on and then what was your official title at summer Friday senior manager influencer marketing and then partnerships wow yeah. okay and so now now I'm moving into a new chapter. Mm-hmm. Which this is so new. This is brand new. This when since when? I didn't even announce it yet, actually. Okay. <laughs> this is her formal announcement. This is my announcement. So after nine, ten years working in corporate, I decided to leave, take a little break, and just like live in the unknown. I think what the one thing that I learned from COVID is like we all can live in the unknown and make it work and like come out Mm. the way we want it to be right because like none of us knew if like we had jobs or like if we can make money or this or that we thought it was gonna be like a six-week lockdown then Mm -hmm. it turned into like a year so I feel like now I have enough confidence and I feel really good about it and I'm just gonna figure it out have no backup plan but I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at so I'm gonna consult create content and just like really be aligned in my energy i feel Mm -hmm. like everything i want to do moving forward energetically has to make sense 
Wow. Yeah. Okay, expand on that. What do you mean energetically has to make sense? What do you mean by that? So if you imagine yourself as like a pot of gold, Mm everything that you do has to either add to it or has to be like an even exchange, like hanging out with a friend, like me and you hanging out right now, you're adding to my pot. Like I feel lighter and more inspired mm-hmm. hanging out with you. Every job, <laughs> like every job and every project, if it aligns and it adds value and it helps me grow or keeps my pot the same, mm. then it's a yes. But if like I'm hanging out with a friend and energetically and they're, they're trauma dumping and it takes away from my cup or I'm working on a project that like literally have nothing left in my cup, it's gonna be a no. So I think just being more aware of that. So energy for me, number one, happiness, number two, and like way more money, number three. Yeah. Those, those are my three things. Okay. Moving into the next chapter. For someone that's like grinding right now and they're like 22. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't like my job, blah, 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 blah. Like, do you think there's some element to like actually grind it out for the next couple of years and figure some things out versus like, I feel like a common misconception i don't even know if it's a misconception but about my generation gen z is like oh they don't like to work hard they only like to do like they're lazy they only like to do what they like to do yeah and sometimes like as kim kardashian famously (laughs) said get your forking ass up and work like sometimes i'll even look at like my friends who are like wanting jobs and i'm like well i asked you send my send your resume like five times to me and you still haven't Yeah, yeah yeah so like clearly you don't want it yeah you know what i mean like i feel like sometimes like you're to me, it's so such a good fit for you to like go into this. I want to do what I love now state yeah. versus like I feel like someone who's just now maybe graduating, getting into the space. Like sometimes I would tell them maybe like grind it out, like go to this job. You'll learn a lot more than you think. I don't know. What is your take on that? I feel like if I had advice for like someone who's young, mm-hmm. I would say grind it out. Okay. And just learn from like other people, like look in the workplace see like how that dynamic is like rolling out learn how to email properly learn how to like stay in touch with like your old boss like learn everything that you can and do a lot of different jobs like it's not the time to be picky and I feel like it's great it's not the time to be like this is the only thing I want to do and if I don't have it like then no Mm -hmm. I feel like 21 to 25 try so many different things don't be a like afraid of falling and then your next step is like stepping into your power right love that after that it's like only doing things that like excite you Mm -hmm. and like having strong boundaries like in the workplace if like you want to do social media but someone's making you do like xyz just pushing back and be like you know these are the skills that i i want to learn and these are where i want to be next year and doing this task isn't going to get me there Mm -hmm. so like speaking up for yourself totally Yep, yep yep um okay First question is, you keep talking about how important relationships are yes. and to like keep the relationship with your coworkers and uh, maintain the relationship with your old bosses, things like that. How? What's the key to that? The key to it is... How do you do it? For me, it's like when no one's watching, that's when it's like the most important, right? So like, for example... I've been noticing this a lot in the workplace. Gen Z, the way they quit jobs, they burn their bridges. And I'm like, okay, the mm, way you enter in a tea. job... And the way you leave a job is just as important because I feel like a lot of Gen Z's that I've noticed when they leave, they're like, I don't care about anyone but myself. And it's like you don't realize all of your coworkers that you're working with, they're going to move on to bigger and better things. And if they see that you're not hustling and they're seeing that you're dropping the ball, when there's a job opening, like a job opening at their new company, they're not going to hit you first. They're Mm going to hit other people. So I think always in your mind think no one's watching and like be be your best person because at any given moment like for me I have like founders and other company owners hit me up for a job and I didn't know they were following me they're like I've been following you for six months like come work with us and I'm like what people have fenced us so like at all times like no matter what just know that like you are advertising yourself as your own business or like your position whatever always 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 be put your like best step forward Mm -hmm. or whatever that is how do you leave on good terms how do you so i always leave really strong say you're super burnt out and like Uh you hate your job right you're burnt out you hate your job your coworkers are mean to you and you literally want to pull your hair out Mm -hmm. so instead of just like doing the least your last two weeks instead of you just like kicking rocks and doing the least and like paying back the company because like if someone hurts you you want to hurt them back i say just finish it very very strong because again like you never know who's watching like it could be like the person in the accountant her brother could own like your dream company Mm -hmm. you would never know i always think too to like bounce off of that 
Sometimes it's like the accountant's brother that you end up dating. Yes. You like, just, you you just never, never know. know. Yep. So Seriously. I feel like Or so that'll help get your sibling a job. You it's just, crazy. You never you never know who's watching and like what you're saying on social media as well. If you're exiting a job and like someone treated you poorly, I would handle that privately and not put it on social media because also you don't know other people brand owners watching and it they're like look good yeah they're like oh she's a liability like i can't hire her whatever mm-hmm. so i think your last two weeks just finish it how you would start your job and that's it i would just be honest work really hard and then know that your last day girl you gone <laughs> you're free <laughs> okay what do you what's that initial conversation though like what advice do you have if someone wanted to quit or move forward what's the converse how do you have that conversation this is a very nerve-wracking oh conversation. my gosh with yourself or your boss with your boss okay so your boss so before you quit you have to have like a plan for me like do i have like a little cushion saved so mm-hmm. if i don't find a job in like two months am i going to be okay but like the way you quit a job is first you don't tell anyone at the company that you're leaving okay this is very important like do not share with your best friend you share with like your mom you share with your dog your cat your boyfriend girlfriend do not share with anyone at the company the worst thing that you can do is share with like your friend Mm -hmm. and them telling your boss or like telling someone and then a lot of companies if they know you're gonna quit and you're going to a competitor you get let go on the spot so say like it's a wednesday and you're meant to quit on a monday if someone found out, they can walk up to you and be like, TK, you're done. Close your laptop. You don't get to say bye to anyone. Oh, my god! You don't have to onboard. Yes. So keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then have... That's great advice. Yep. Keep it to yourself. And then also, for your boss, set up time on their calendar and have, like, a face-to-face if you could. Like, I know right now we're working from home, but if you can, like, sit in the office with your boss or have a phone call... So how does that go if you don't normally have those conversations? Are you like, hey, I would love to do an update? Or, like, what do you... What the fork do you say? You put, like, 15 minutes and you put, like, career chat or, like, career update or, like growth chat something like that and they kind of know so first you're just like you want to thank them for like the opportunity that's like the best it's like thank you for you know letting me be here for a year two years i've been thinking about this and right now xyz so always like start with gratitude and then uh, you can be honest you can just be like hey like this is just not working out for me Mm -hmm. anymore like i think i want to do different things and then after that you have to send in a formal letter of resignation meaning like you're going to quit and you let hr know when your last day is and in the state of california if you have any like pto hours that you don't use they pay you out and then you get your paycheck on the last day that you put in your note. So like, if you're like, my last day here will be May 27th. Thank you so much for everything. Like, here's my email address. Do you decide your last day? So two weeks is like what everyone gives. You can decide your last day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you put it in the formal note that you have to send to HR plus your manager. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, this is my final day. Mm -hmm. And by your final day, when you leave, you have your direct deposit and your PTO cashed out. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, not you giving like us all the tea. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. For someone that has been in a job, let's say to like five, five plus years, yeah, right? or three, even three to five years, yeah, and they're like, okay, 
I'm getting paid well, but I'm wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just wanting more. I'm wanting a change. Um, how do you, but also I'm very uncomfortable and they're paying me well. I know all my coworkers, we're all buds, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. How do you know when it's time to, like, when do you think it's a good time for people to, I guess, move forward with their, like, next decision or next chapter? Like, I guess, what advice would you have for someone that's like, is that when you have that first instinct, like, ooh, like, should I yeah. move on? Or, like, do, do you think it's good to move on? Do you think it's good to stay, like, at the same company? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I have three things that always indicate, like, when it's the time to go. Oh, wow. Number one, it's, like, your toolbox. Are you adding new skills in this toolbox? Like, are you just doing the things that you already know mm-hmm. or things you learned from a previous job that you took over to this job and you're just doing the same thing? Ooh, that's 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 T. That's number one. Like, is your boss like teaching you like how to email better, how to do a spreadsheet better? Are you learning how to negotiate better? If you're not, and it's like the same skills that you had that you're just moving on to here, and it's just you're capping yourself. Mm-hmm. So like when you cap yourself, say you only make a hundred thousand, that's it. You're like capping yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're adding new toolboxes, tools into your oh, toolbox. toolbox. 120, 130, that's how you earn more money. You have to be adding things in. So like if you're in a position where you're like, I'm literally not learning anything new in my position Mm -hmm. and I spend more energy doing politics in the office versus like my actual job and Mm. like growing in the company that's like number one and then number two for me is like your happiness like checking in with yourself and being really like real Mm -hmm. like are you truly happy even though like the money's good or you're comfortable like I think all of us have really good intuition Mm -hmm. but we just like we we don't listen to it but we all know yeah like we all know when it's time to go when it's time to stay but we like trick our minds Mm -hmm. so number two is like check in with yourself and like be really really honest and I think number three it's like are you still having fun Mm -hmm. like for me if I'm in a job I'm like I'm not having fun anymore like to me it's just like the same cycle and like I'm just kind of over it and when new things like arrive at your desk you're like ugh, like yeah for me, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, like we get to go to Tokyo or uh-huh. like, hell yeah, we're going to Paris. But then when they're like putting something on, you're like, oh, I have to plan this trip to like the Hamptons. I don't want to go. That's your, your indicator that you should. Yeah. It's time to go. Especially when it's a trip to the Hamptons. You're yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. yeah, I know. who. Yeah, that is crazy. OK, what are your email do's and don'ts for asking for like a brand for products and stuff? Just like you were talking about email etiquette. Yeah. Earlier. yeah. And like, I feel like sometimes people like. Even I'll be on an email chain and I'll be like, whoa, 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 that was, or they didn't handle that properly. Or I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of people that watch the show or listen to it are entering the workforce and they don't understand proper email etiquette or like even when they're emailing someone to get a job, like what are your do's and don'ts when it comes to that? So I feel like number one is like understanding where that person lives, right? Like you, TK, could live in your DMs. I could live in my LinkedIn inbox. Everyone everyone lives in different places. I do live in my DMs. You're right. And I I live in my LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're a person looking for a job and you're emailing them or like reaching out to them in a way that they're not checking, it's like not hitting. Mm. So you have to understand where that person lives. Are they more like professional emails only? Do they love a DM? Do they love a coffee chat? So understanding that. And How I, do you understand that though, if you don't know them? I feel like if you stalk them or like not stalk no, them, but, but if yeah. you like follow them enough, you kind of know like their personality. Like for me, like my boss, she's email straight up. Like mm-hmm. I don't DM her or text her for anything work related. She lives in the DMs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it lives in the emails. Mm-hmm. You just kind of know once you follow someone or if you email someone, and you don't hear anything back and then you try DM and you don't hear them back then you go to LinkedIn Mm So understanding where someone lives. And then for me, the next thing that like is a small thing that people don't pay attention to is like business hours. Like I think through emails, through DMs, contacting people, you think you can reach out to someone anytime you want. Mm -hmm. And I think just being aware like Monday through Friday, nine to six, like try to get someone within business hours, right? So like we're trying to enjoy our weekends with our family, like especially working on brand side, like people like Saturday night they're like hey can you send me more product and like girl it's Saturday night I'm out with my boyfriend like yeah. I'm trying to have a good time yeah so just like like un- I'm not in summer Friday's warehouse right now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah or like when you're emailing someone like make sure you're sending it like first thing in the morning so it's like in their inbox mm-hmm. and like if you have a great idea and you want to connect instead of sending it at like 8 p.m. just like schedule it to hit schedule their it. inbox yeah yeah so just understanding where someone lives and I feel like business hours are mm-hmm. really really important keep it short like mm-hmm. I the last thing I want to do is like read it oops yeah, yeah just keep it really short. Okay, let's say I, TK, wanted a job at Summer Fridays. Yeah. I wanted to work for you. Yeah. What would be the ID, ideal email? 
I would actually look on LinkedIn first. Okay, you would look on LinkedIn. Yeah, like the I, LinkedIn message. Yeah, I would go to say like I want to work for Summer Fridays, and mm-hmm. I'm like instead of finding someone on the team to message that could get lost, I'm gonna go to where like they're posting all their job postings. It could be on Indeed, LinkedIn, wherever. You have to go where like that message is mm-hmm. like being hosted. Mm-hmm. So I would go to LinkedIn, and I'm like, okay job posting and then you can see like the hiring manager or you can see like who posted it oh, wow. and then I would go and stalk that person okay because they're the ones that have more leverage because mm-hmm. sometimes like someone will message me like oh I see summer Fridays is doing like a social media coordinator can you look at my resume and I'm like uh, I do influencer marketing and my, my team is separate yeah the social media team is so you just want to make sure you go to the hub and mm-hmm. see whoever is putting out the listing yeah. keep it short like for me, if I emailed someone, I would say, hey, my name is Tu. I'm interested in this position. I want to show you the work that I can do that will match your brand. Whoa. So like, keep, Love that. don't do crazy words. Show people what you can do and show how like your vision and their brand align. Because okay. for me, like you only have like a couple seconds for mm-hmm. someone to look through an email. If I can visually see that you get the brand and I can visually see your talent, like you, I will skip you in line. I'm like, this person really knows what she's talking mm. about. Please talk to like, her. You want to do the least amount of work possible. Yes, because I'm so busy. And I That's see. how I am too. I'm like, if it I, stands out to me, it just boom. stands out. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'm not going to even finish reading it. Don't write me a whole paragraph yes. of like your name, your favorite things. No, no, no. Show me what you can do and that's it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what would be, like, what is the co- best way to have a call to action in that email? You're like, hi, my name is Tu. I want to do this p- position. What was the last thing you said? You were like, I want to do this position. Yeah, this like, is what I would like to do to align with the brand, whatever. Yep. And then what would be your final closing statement? It'd be like, I would love to get some time on your calendar to chat if you're available. If not, like, let me know any feedback. You got to throw the ball back in their court. Because, like, some people, they get offended if you're like, I want to have a phone call. Yeah, they do. You know, or they're like, I'm too busy. This is not mine. Just be like, let me know. Like, I'm here and I'm available. Like, would love to chat with you. Okay. So, so I think, like, not being too, like, aggressive and just being like, here's my things like let's connect when you can because people do want to connect with you but when you're being too like aggressive with it they're like I'm scared of this person yeah especially I feel like the it used to be a thing to ask to like pick someone's brain and now people are like how dare you think you can pick my brain right like people get so offended which it's funny sometimes I'm like you're getting way too offended but (laughs) yeah but I understand it to some degree so you think kind of saying like let me know if or let me know if you would uh, if this would be a possibility or if not I would love some feedback something no, like that no you would say like I'm really interested in this position uh-huh. like would love to chat with you like let me know because I, I feel like any Summer Fridays girls that you've seen it's because they sent in a deck or they made a presentation or like someone saw their work and that's how they got hired mm. like Gabby sent in her TikToks and like Brooke our social media manager literally made a whole presentation of like this is what your grid can look like mm. so did they send the grid with that email the initial okay copy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. always send I guess your proof send your proof and make it so easy for that person a lot of time people like email me and they're like I'm an influencer this is my handle and they don't link it like I'm, I'm not gonna copy and paste and like put it no, on Instagram. Yeah. Like please link your handle so I can just click and like go to you. Just totally. make it super easy for the person reading. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, this is such I feel like good, good advice for people, especially like recent graduates. Yeah. What What are the things you learned at Benefit and Summer Fridays that um, stood out to you? Uh, I think something that I really really loved at Summer Fridays is like they're just open to learning new things and they grow with the space. So like TikTok is growing and it's a platform and I remember brands were scared to go on it Mm -hmm. and they were like, we're gonna hire a person just to be dedicated to TikToks. And like, we're just gonna try different things. And I really, really love that. And at Benefit, they were just, they go balls to the wall. They're crazy, it's amazing. It's amazing, but it's so nice to be with a team where they're so passionate and everything they do, it's like 110%. And to be in that environment, you're like, oh shoot, I gotta bring my 110. Like, you know, you you have to hold your own. Okay, what do you mean though, balls to the wall, for someone that doesn't understand? Because I'm like, I know what you mean because I've been on brand trips and I've been like a plus one and I'm so lucky. Yeah. But like, what do you mean, what does that mean? So imagine like we're doing a dinner party 
For what? Influencers? Yeah, for influencers. Okay. And like you would think like you think about the food, you think about the decorations. Benefit will think about everything from the moment you step into that dinner party. No, they'll think about the val or the, the Uber. Like everything. Yeah. Your Uber, your name tag, your gift bags, your activities that you're doing, merch that you're getting at the mm-hmm. table. Like every little thing that you wouldn't think someone thinks about, benefit do it and deliver mm-hmm. and make that experience so unique and like unlike anything other, mm-hmm. which I think is so great. And it all ties back into the product. I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it, it, they do it all in-house. They don't have, like, an agency. It's, like, their marketing team that does everything. It's so creative. Yep. Um, quick question about that because I'm, like, actually obsessed with the benefit. Yeah. Um, what they just, like, they blow, They always exceed my expectations, I guess, is my, yeah. what I, my take on it. What is the thought process? Like, can you explain the thought process behind a brand trip? Yes. To people that are like, why are these influencers going here? Why are there gazillion products in their hotel room? Like, I'm confused. Like, what's the point of benefit to do that? Okay. So if you think about social media and like getting your information, your content and your news, you're just experiencing it through a screen. Mm-hmm. And when a brand invites like influencers or they do a brand trip, it's like, number one, a moment to like spend quality time with like the group of people that you care about the most. It's really hard for a brand to like see a person one-on-one. Like imagine seeing 20 people in one day. It's like not possible to have like deep connections and like really catch up with someone you care about. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing a brand trip, you get to see 20 of your best friends in Mm -hmm. one setting, in like a great setting actually. And then they get to experience your brand and your product. The products take two years to develop. So like the packaging, Same with Summer Fridays? Summer Fridays, depending on each product, but it takes a long, SPF took two years. Because I was thinking, I was thinking like, damn, they've come out with a lot of products and I just know how like crazy it is on the back end for parallel. Yeah. For one item. Forever. Like I used, I used to get so pissed when my favorite brands, I'd be like, why don't you have my size? Yeah. It's been six months. Yeah. And it's like, it's not the brand. It's like the manufacturer, it like takes forever. Yes. So it takes so long. So you're like, okay, I've been in the lab for two years creating this special product. If I just send it to my influencer friends or if I mail it, it gets lost in the mail. They don't see everything. Mm -hmm. So like, how can you see your friends, like build this new connection, truly catch up? Like on these brand trips, like you're actually talking one-on-one with the brand, Mm -hmm. seeing what you're up to, and then you get to see the product, play with it, preview it, ask your questions, and then deliver the news to, you know, your audience. Mm -hmm. And I, I think brand side, it's so fun because you get to like spend a bunch of money Mm -hmm. and have new experiences every time you go on a trip it's different and you're like doing different things yep um okay let's talk about a little bit about tokyo so why why did you guys decide tokyo again i know but i just want you to we decided to do tokyo because it's also an international market so we wanted to do an international location where like benefit korea like different markets can come in okay and it was like the national like style capital. Uh, my words are really bad, but of the world. So like uh-huh. brow styler, the product uh-huh. that we were launching was like in Tokyo, you can wear different types of fashion. And it was just like a melting pot. Like it all related back to the product. Yeah. It was in- it's insane. <laughs> yeah. It actually yeah. is insane. Yeah. Um, okay. So it all re- it reminds me, have you, are you a stranger f- things watcher? I have not seen the new season, okay. but I am obsessed. The new season. Oh. I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything. All I will say is the last episode, it ties everything in a perfect bow. Yeah. Like it all, like a benefit brand trip, it all ties in a perfect bow and it's like, oh, that makes sense. It's the brow styler. Like it, it just, everyone's like, oh, it's like, oh, it makes sense. It's a perfect package, perfect bow. So you, for two years, you were like planning the brand trip? Yes. And how do you decide who you're going to invite? Oh, so for the, uh, so <laughs> the I can explain tea. for like the U.S. market. So like okay. I was in charge of the invites for the U.S. market. And for me, number one, I always reward whoever talks about the brand the most. So if you organically, genuinely love the brand, post about it and like die hard for it, like I can see that love, you'll get the first seat. How do you know who loves it the most? Just through tags and stuff? Yeah. So we have a, a software on the back end that we use and we can see like how many times you're mentioning the brand, the types of content that you're creating when you're mentioning the brand. Mm-hmm. I can also see like... I love reading comments and when people are supportive, like when we have a new product launch and they're like, I love this launch. Thank you for sending it to me. Like all of that is like, it adds. Oh, that's interesting. 
it adds its value and adds a seat for you to mm-hmm. come. So that's like my number one. Number two is like diversity is really, 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 really important at Benefit when I was there. So I was like, who have we invited on the past trips and how many open seats can we have for brand new people who've never experienced mm-hmm. the brand? Because also like you want to show love to like the OGs who mm-hmm. always support you, who always will come, but you also want to give to like newcomers who are going to be the next big thing yeah. or who like love beauty, but like their content is like lifestyle, like Alicia, you uh-huh. know, just like a different seat and then my third one would be like anyone who's like cool and interesting and very very different so instead of inviting like traditional beauty influencers we'll we'll invite like a youtuber Mm -hmm. and people are like that's so random but i'm like this person is so fun they can get along with this big group Mm -hmm. of people and it'll be a new audience that they can bring into the benefit family right because we're so used to people who just love makeup Mm -hmm. and it's like this person loves lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then the fourth is like can this whole group get along because you know we're traveling on like long buses together different locations it is travel yeah and it's like you have to protect the vibe of the group so for Mm. me it's like Will this newcomer like have fun with this OG? Mm-hmm. Will the OG be have open arms for this newcomer? Like, how is this group dynamic? How is the vibe? And yeah, yeah those are my criteria. Like, is someone gonna throw a tam- temper tantrum yeah. and ruin the vibe? And yeah, or is, if someone's super shy, is this group that's like super outgoing? Are they gonna like bring them in and be supportive, oh. or are they gonna like not talk to them because like it's a lot of people's like first time traveling and like you know. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, exactly. Um, what has been throughout your career your favorite product you've helped launch? Oh my gosh, TK, that's so hard. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so hard, actually. I don't know. I think for me, maybe it would be Benefit Brow Styler. <sighs> I think just because it was like my first big trip. That was the I think my favorite <laughs> trip I've ever been on my entire life. I was a plus one too, so I didn't have any obligations. I was like, let's go. It was amazing. Yeah, and I think it was like the first time I got to work with like a huge group of women that were so powerful and like in their element. Like Nikki, who's like the creative director, like she made all those fucking signs. Like all the signs that you saw came from her brain. Yes. That's insane. Like she created it through her mind and like printed it and like did the whole decorations and like just being in a room with people who like can have that much power. I'm like, oh, and my boss Rena was there and she was like orchestrating the whole thing. And I was like, oh my goodness. She's like, insane. She's so talented. So, so talented, so fast and just like there to support you. And I remember like having this vision. I'm like, I want this perfect group. That, and then the group happened. Everyone got on the plane and got there. And I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And for me, that was like my favorite moment because it was like all the hard work that led up to like a brand trip is crazy. Like it literally like kills you. Yeah, It's so much work, like getting everyone on their flights, making sure like they have their passports, their food like, like preferences. Essentially you're in charge of everyone. if someone left their passport at their house. I would have to go get it. She, you, literally, literally. Yeah, I would just have to make sure everyone's like having a good time. Like we're creating this once in a lifetime experience for mm-hmm. people and that pressure was so high. But like at the end of the trip, when someone goes up to you and was like, this is the best trip. Like, thank you so much for this experience. Like, I will never see Paris the same way. You're like, oh my God, that's that's what I did this yeah, all for. You're like, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's something that's so, I feel like, underrated about brand trips because people only see, even the influencers being invited, we only see the final. Yeah. The final draft. Yeah. Literally. And, like, walking in and, like, I I can't imagine being the person that, like, from her brain, she came up with a sign. And then it's finally on so-and-so's story. And they're like, holy shit, like, they posted my sign. She was also the person in charge of the room drops. So, like, the room drops is, like, your experience of, like, walking into the room. She would do a walkthrough and place everything where it is. And then we would take photos of that room and then go drop it. That was also in her brain. Like, she's amazing. In comparison to, like paying an influencer uh, to do a post or do a video or whatever, what would you say, like, is a brand trip more effective? Is What sells the most product, you would say? It's kind of different. I've been through, like, both sides of the spectrum where, like, a brand trip, if it's done successfully, like, no matter if that person loves mascara or not, they'll go and they'll buy it because they want to try it because, like, their favorite people have been trying it and mm-hmm. they love the results, so they'll try. So I think that, to me, is very successful. And then I've also worked with an influencer before, like, one influencer who just mentioned it, and then that product sold out in Sephora. So, like, I've seen wow. it on, like, both. Mm-hmm. Both sides are successful to me if done the right way. Do you think there's any room anymore for, like, commercials or billboards and stuff like that in, like, the beauty world? Like, would you ever consider, um, I guess, spending money on that versus, like, an influencer now? 
Yes, I think I think so. Like if you think of like a Bretman Rock, mm-hmm. he'd be so great for a commercial for you. Or Michaela. Oh. Like if you pick the right partners and your your brand and their brand aligns and the story that you're both trying to convey is authentic mm-hmm. and like you're truly like doing it because you both love it, I think that would be very successful. But if you're just like using someone because they're popular and you want to throw a product on them, I don't think that will work. I was just going to ask why what what makes a great partnership in regards to like for instance didn't i'm pretty sure ricky thompson just like did a thing with benefit yeah and he was like in the store and they did one with like they obviously did the bretman one and like the olivia ponton one has summer fridays ever done that not yet okay not yet so what what would you say makes a good like obviously all those people are popping but it's not like they're charlie d'amelio right now like you know how like people have their moments yeah i feel like obviously they're pop in but in a different way so what makes like how do you come up with the perfect person for a campaign I'll use an example Desi Perkins and Benefit I think that was just the best she's so cool she's so cool her family's so nice they're very creative and I think that was a perfect partnership because number one like she always was super honest with like her brows and like how they're sparse and she wants to fill them in and when a brand gives the person like creative control like she got to like think about the components of her products like dipping it rose gold and like she got to you know be in charge of her party and like all these things it has to be like a good balance of both like Mm -hmm. we have to market it we have to find the right partner but also let the partner do their thing yeah and not like super control them and i think for her she like loved the product could storytell it very very well and the relationship was like beneficial to like both brands Mm -hmm. and I feel like because it was like the perfect storm it just like sold out yeah I remember we did like a pre-sale and like everyone wanted to get one and I was like what is happening you're like yes yeah (laughs) um okay going back to relationships how do you do such a good job maintaining even like our relationship like I literally met two through Benefit coming to Alicia's house to do her brows and then all of a sudden they're like TK do you want us to do when I was just filming for her and then um, obviously we like progressed our relationship when I went to Tokyo and things like that but like we don't have to be friends at all so I'm like what do you think makes um, like just what it's not like we're best friends but I like respect the shit out of you I know I'll always make time to like hang out things like that so like what do you think makes a successful relationship like what efforts would you recommend someone putting in yeah so I feel like for me when I think about like friendship like if I take the brand out like if I take benefit out or summer Fridays out like will I still want to like stay in touch with you Mm -hmm. and like keep up with you and like ask you how you are and support you when you have any new like business ventures and stuff I think that's number one and I think number two what's really really important is like good work boundaries right like yeah I would never text you anything business related. I'll text your manager. Like if we're working on a sponsored post and I needed to edit or something, I try to keep my relationship with you like strictly friends and not work. Mm -hmm. And then like business deals and deliverables and like PR and events, talk to your manager. So it's like not in the mix. So when we're talking, it's not like, anxiety from work or like oh two only hits me when she needs like summer friday stuff yeah you know so i think that's super important and like super like helpful knowing the right place at the right time kind of yeah and just like being super respectful like understanding like this is your art so like i can't always hit you for like summer friday stuff or like mm-hmm. you know xyz yeah totally is do you have any like um let's say you're out and about and I run into you at Bungalow. Yeah. What is like a good thing to say? I feel like a lot of people get social anxiety. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like people are always like, TK, like how do you, how do you feel so comfortable like talking to people or going up to people who are way bigger than you? Like what's your approach when it comes to stuff like that when you like run into people out in the open? <laughs> yeah, I just treat everyone like how I would want them to treat like my mom or my sister. Yeah, Love. like always. You've told me that before. Yeah, like no matter if they're like super big or super small, I'm like how would, if I was like, taking out the situation how would I want someone to treat like my mom Mm -hmm. or like my little sister just like with respect and just treat them like a regular human being and I think that goes so far totally because like you psych your mind out when you're like oh my god that's my favorite influencer she's two million yeah and then you're like not genuine you're like you're overly compensated you're like yes and you know (laughs) what I mean and then when you just treat them like how you would want to it's just it's pretty chill everyone's Mm -hmm. like normal and kind yeah do you have any go-to like I feel like recently I've been like what do you do when you're not working? Like, I've been asking that question to people, and they're yeah. like, oh, 
And then they, you know, they go into their hobby, their tennis, their pickleball, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you have, like, any go-to questions that maybe people could steal from you, like, when you're talking to someone or networking? Oh, my gosh, yes. I always love to ask them, like, if they have a trip planned. Oh, that's good. I love knowing, like, where someone's going to go. If it's, like, their first time, their second time. So how do you say that? I'm like, do you have any trips planned? (laughs) Do you have any trips planned? (laughs) I just just cut into the chase. And, like, normally be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to Portugal. It's my first time. Or, like, I'm going to Paris with my my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a restaurant I want to recommend to you. That's such a good one. Do you have any I'm stealing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, an easy way to bounce back and forth of, like, non-work-related stuff. Even if you don't have an elaborate trip, I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I'm going, like, to visit my parents for Memorial Day yeah. for an hour like you know like stuff like that I love that question that's such a good question it's pretty chill oh my gosh I love it. okay yeah. so two last question in theme of the podcast what are you doing to make moves right now I guess personally professionally obviously you're doing a big move but what am I doing I think right now I'm healing my nervous system I know that doesn't sound like exciting but like healing my nervous system and making sure like my energy is like aligned mm-hmm. so I think like once your energy is aligned anything you touch will turn into gold and be successful like if you're free and you're feeling creative and you're just like in your groove like you can literally be drinking like a drink and be like oh my god that this crazy idea came to me because I'm like so open to receiving you know what I mean like when you're in alignment like everything effortlessly comes to you Uh wow is there any practices or like tangible tips and tricks you do to try and get yourself to that point yes having like really good boundaries has helped me so, so, so much. Like so work-life like, boundaries? Yes. Okay. So like work, say like if I was working my corporate job, like it's a strict nine to six. At six, I'm closing my laptop. And like every day I take a lunch and I don't sit at my computer, like taking a walk, I'm eating and I'm sitting in like natural sunlight. Mm-hmm. I'm just like doing stuff for myself that my younger self, I would feel so guilty. Like Same. I, I would feel so- I do, I do, I have that issue. Yeah, I like would feel guilty taking away from like my nine to five to like go on a walk. I'm like, I could be making money or I could be finishing this deliverable or I can do this but like now it's like if I take care of myself and like chill with my nervous system when it is time to perform and work like it's it's effortless Mm -hmm. it's not as like a struggle because like when you're burnt out and you're trying to make things work you're even more like depleting 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 Mm -hmm. but if you like have good energy like it just bounces you're like radiating wow I can't wait for Alicia to listen to this episode (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna love it okay well too this has been such a delight you have so much wisdom and you're obviously killing it in the space and I just think you're the forking best. I like look up to you so much. (laughs) So I'm so grateful to know you. And where can everyone follow you and get in touch with you or whatever? Oh my gosh, I am Lazy Girl Glam on all platforms. Follow her. Her reviews (laughs) are so good. I'm always like, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Lazy Girl Glam, can't wait to connect. Thank you for having me on TK. Thanks so much for coming. Seriously, you are such a delight. Um, Definitely go check out too. Follow her on everything. She is a beast in the industry Mm -hmm. and she does it so flawlessly. And um, subscribe to this YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and make someone's day this week. Peace.